Hello, med students. My name is Zach Olson, and thank you for downloading this week's episode of the EM Clerkship Podcast. More peds. We've got a quick, high-yield peds topic again this week. Should only take a few minutes. Neonatal conjunctivitis. You're going to see it on your peds rotation. You're going to see it on your EM rotation. And certainly on step one, step two, you got to know this. What you need to know for emergency medicine, at least, are the bad causes, of which there are three. There are some other common causes as well, and we're going to go through them all. But the one question you have to ask yourself when you have a baby with conjunctivitis, did this baby get STDs in its eye? It's the grossest scenario. It's the worst case scenario. You're concerned about sexually transmitted infections in the eye. That is your concern. Sexually transmitted infections in the eye. Now, when you learn this originally, it was probably in chronologic order. You learn that the prophylactic drops caused red, drainy eyes on that first day of life. And then you learn that gonorrhea with that purulent drainage is in that first week. And then that chlamydia is in that first month. And that's how you probably learn this. And that's kind of how I learned it too. But now I think about it differently now that I'm a resident. Again, what I want you to be thinking is did this kid get STDs in its eyeball? That's what matters. Everything else is secondary to the venereal eyeball. Three STDs that you need to be concerned about, and we're going to start with the worst first. Gonorrhea eyeball. It is the most aggressive. That's why it presents in that first week of life. If that baby comes in day two or three with red eyes starting, could it be irritation from drops? Sure. Or it might be gonorrhea. Very aggressive. That's why it makes so much drainage. It can cause ulcerations. It can literally disseminate from the eye around the body, causing gonococcal sepsis. A good ED doc isn't concerned about the drops. They are concerned about gonorrhea eyeball. You culture this. You treat this with a third generation cephalosporin, like cephotaxim. Remember that our typical third generation cephalosporin for adults with gonorrhea is ceftriaxone, but ceftriaxone can displace bilirubin and cause kernicterus in babies. So we give cephotaxime. And you're not just culturing the eye. This is bad. You're washing out the eye. You're admitting the kid. You're culturing everything because gonorrhea is aggressive and can disseminate everywhere. It can eat the eyeball. Worst first, first week of life, conjunctivitis, gonorrhea, gonorrhea. You're thinking gonorrhea. Next, we'll cover chlamydia. Not quite as aggressive or bad. First month of life now. In adults, we treat chlamydia with azithromycin, but in kids, and I'll be honest, I don't actually know why, email me if you do, we use erythromycin. And you're going to be tempted, and maybe even your attending is going to be tempted, to use erythromycin eye ointment. 
It's super cheap and it's kind of our go-to eye ointment for everybody. But you have to be careful because again, even though it's not gonorrhea aggressive, very few things are gonorrhea aggressive, chlamydia can be very sneaky and hide most classically in the lungs. So the by the book answer at least is to give oral erythromycin to treat a chlamydial eyeball. Our third gross sexually transmitted disease is herpes, HSV. You're checking that kid for vesicles, asking mom about herpes because this one is super aggressive and bad, just like gonorrhea. It can disseminate everywhere. It can disseminate into the brain. These kids need IV, acyclovir, full workup, admit, that's your third concern, the herpetic eyeball. Now, after you rule these three out, there are two other benign categories that I will let you put in your differential way, way after the sexually transmitted diseases. Our first benign category is all of the other miscellaneous viruses and bacteria. The list is huge. We give some sort of eye drop now is all we need to do. Maybe some erythromycin ointment follow up with pediatrician, home, not bad like gonorrhea bad or chlamydia or HSV. Our other category is our non-infectious causes of which there are two big ones to know. The first one is eye drops. Yes, way down here are those eye drops on that first day of life. And the other thing that can cause this are incompletely formed eye ducts, causing the eyes to just water. Usually this gets better over time, but it's not a bad idea to follow those kids up with ophthalmology. That's the real quick approach to neonatal conjunctivitis. I know lots of you learn the first day eye drops, first week gonorrhea, first month chlamydia, but I think it's a little bit of a poor habit to form because the differential is not in the right order. What I want you to do in the ED is ask yourself, is this a venereal eyeball? And hopefully not. Hopefully it's just some miscellaneous infection or eye drops or drainage ducts that are too small. But you have to ask yourself, is this a venereal eyeball? That wraps up this episode. Thank you so much for downloading. Check out Roshcast again this week. Let's see if their QBank has any good questions on this. And until next time, Keep working hard, keep studying, and be sure to enjoy your shift.